my crafty friends and welcome to ACB Crafters, where we learn and teach each other in order to make crafting accessible to the blind and visually impaired. We hope you enjoy this episode. Like I said, we're going to learn, um, we're going to teach you guys how to crochet. Um, just so you guys know, kind of the expectation of today's class and what we're trying to teach you is um, we're going to teach you how to do a slip knot to get your yarn onto your hook and then we are going to review um, and teach you guys how to make a chain. We are not going to go further than that today in this first section because I feel like we both, we talked about this, <laughs> we feel like it's important for you guys to get this chain stitch down and practice. Um, because it's very important to get your stitches to be even to come out with a, um, a product at the end that you'll actually be proud of. <laughs> I'm just joking. But um, it's really important to get the, the consistency down and learn how to do your tension. And then in our next class, we'll teach you the single crochet. Um, so um, we both make our slip knots a little bit different. So I'm going to let Tyann go ahead, um, unless you have anything add, to add before we get started. I'll um, let you go. Let's see. Not particularly. We are going to use, we're, we're going to introduce you to terminology as well. So when you do get to the point, you can look at patterns and you can go, oh, like slip stitch is uh, SL. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's a good thing. I forgot about that. <laughs> um, yeah. So like I said, just as much as um, getting your attention correctly, knowing the terminology is also really, really important. Um, like she was saying, because um, it's all abbreviated. When you pick up a pattern, everything is written in abbreviations. So that is super important. Okay, so the slip knot. If you take your the end of your yarn and uh, go about oh six inches down, just so you have enough room, and put it put it in between your first finger and your middle finger, and then so. Then wrap the tail around your for your pointer finger twice, so there's two loops, and the tail is hanging in front. Then you take the loop closest to your hand and lift it over the first loop. So then the loops are opposite. Then you take the back loop and pull it over the, your fingertip, and then you slide your finger out, of, and so you have one loop on your finger, and that makes the slip knot. Um, I guess we probably should have said it. I just looked at my notes. <laughs> um, <laughs> When you guys are taking your yarn um, out of your ball, 
the end of it is going to be referred to as the tail. And the, the end of it that is coming out of your ball is going to be called your working yarn. So um, a little bit of that terminology there. So the, the end that is loose where you cut it off or the beginning of it is going to be called the tail. And then the from the ball is the working line, yarn. Um, when you pull your yarn, there's two ways you can do it. I specific, I prefer to pull mine out of the center of the yarn of the ball. And when I purchase yarn, I try to purchase balls that have that tail already sticking out a little bit. Um, occasionally, I cannot find a, a specific color that has a really nice ball. And um, at that point, when I can't find it, I try to guesstimate where the center of it would be and I pull out some and usually a little chunk will come out and um, that is referred to as yarn vomit. <laughs> but if you um, slowly separate the yarn from the yarn vomit, you can usually find the end. The other way is there is a, um, a tail on the outside of your skein of yarn, usually under the label, and you can work with that one, but I tend to get more knots in my yarn when I did work from that end of it. So it's kind of a personal preference. The other thing is, is you can ball your yarn and I can get instructions on that and put them up for you guys if you're interested. I didn't type those up or get them yet, but um, where you ball the yarn up so then your entire skein is one big ball and you can work from that. Um, yeah, so any questions on that part of it from anybody so far? Ooh, I have comments about that. Um, okay. They do sell yarn winders that are pretty cool and they make like this cake type thing and you can, you can pull from the outside or the inside, but it makes it all nice and neat. And then you can work on it either way without having to constantly turn the ball or. Okay. There's a hand up. I'm Sandy oh. All right, Sandy. You quickly just go through that in. You put the finger, you put the yarn between not your thumb and the index, but your index and your middle finger. Yes. Okay. Do and you want to go through all the steps of the of that again, and then I'll teach my way? Okay. I think that might right. be good to have it from the beginning Thank to the you. end. Yeah, let's do that. So you. you're taking the yarn in between your pointer and your middle finger, and you're wrapping the tail around toward you twice. So there's two loops on your finger. And you want to take the back loop closest to your hand and uh, lift it over the front loop. Then you take the back loop and lift it over the front loop and your fingertip. So then you have one loop and that is going to be your working yarn and your slip knot, slip loop. So the first time 
you're lifting the back yarn. You're just moving it forward onto your finger. You're not taking it completely off your finger. And then the second time you're taking that back loop, you're bringing it up over the yarn that's there and the tip of the finger, correct? Yes. Okay, I just wanna make sure that made, because I was trying, I was doing it as you were saying it as well. <laughs> um, okay, so at this point, does anyone have any questions on this specific way to do a slip knot? Do we have any hands? I don't see any hands up right now. Let me quickly go over the, um, the, uh, the commands for raising hands. I think everybody knows them by now, but on the computer, it's Alt-Y. On the Mac, it's, I believe it's Option-Y. On the uh, smartphone, it's under the More button down in the corner. You click on that and then click over to find raise hand. On your telephone, your landline, it's star nine. To unmute, it's Alt-A on the computer, I believe it's command shift a on yes. the Mac and on the phone, your smartphone is down the lower left half, lower left hand corner is your unmute button. And on the um, telephone, it's star six and Desiree, is it Desiree has her hand up? Yes. That's how you say it's Desiree? Correct. Okay, because Jaws Hi, really made a mess of your name. He <laughs> <laughs> called you Desiria. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so just to clarify, the um, tail end should not be the, once the slip knot is finished, the tail end should not be moving, but the knot itself should be slipping over the working end, correct? Yes. All right. Do we have any other questions? I don't see any hands right now. Okay. All right. So um, I'm going to teach you another way of doing the slip knot. However, I really like that way now that I actually sat and did it with you guys and learned it. <laughs> um, <laughs> So the way I do it is about, I go in about six inches from on my tail end. Um, and at the end, after we make a project, we'll show you how to get rid of this little tail end and everything. So you'll weave it in and it'll disappear. Um, so what I do is I hold my yarn between my thumb and middle finger. I wrap it over the tip of my pointer finger down and around so they crisscross and I hold that crisscross with my thumb and middle finger. So as I'm wrapping it back around um, and I'm going clockwise around my finger. So I'm going um, from near me to away from me and then back and I lay that crisscross in between my thumb and middle finger. And then I reach through that hole and pull the tail up and then um, I have a little slip knot. Um, I honestly, this is the way I've always done it just because I was taught. But now that I learned the other way, I like the way that it's going to work better. So <laughs> you guys, I can go over that again if you would like, but I think you are honestly um, 
I think you're going to be happier with the first way you learned. So. But Kayla, with your way, you're just basically making a yep. loop and pulling the yarn through it, correct? Exactly. Okay. Yep. So it's not it going to slip. I mean, you're going to get a tighter, uh, you can tighten it, but I right. think you're going to get a better hold from the first way in the long I'll run. I'll have to try that way. So either way is fine. And this will be podcasted. So if you want to go back and listen again, you can, or we can describe it again. It's up to you guys. So if anyone does not, or is not able to make the slip knot, please raise your hand and let us know. Um, our next step is going to be taking this slip knot and putting um, it onto our hook. So if you are unable to get a slip knot on your hook, please raise your hand and let us know. I don't see any hand right now. Somebody's okay, that's Monk. <laughs> of course. Um, all right, so, um, Tayan, I think we are ready if we have no hands to go ahead and teach them how to do a chain stitch. Um, right. Do you mind doing that real quick? I'm going to mute since my dog is barking oh, and we try to get to. We should go over how to hold the hook. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that would be a good way. <laughs> <laughs> I got distracted by the dog. I really uh, apologize. <laughs> so, so when I hold a crochet hook, I hold it um like a knife and my four fingers are wrapped around and my thumb is resting on the thumb rest and then um so you got the different parts of the crochet hook you got the handle the thumb rest the neck or throat which is the part that your yarn will be on when you're working and then the hook part where you pull where you have the yarn to pull it through the loops um so you want to stick your hook part of the hook into your slip knot with the working yarn um in the front or on the top depending on how you're holding it and then you want to tighten it so that the loop is around the hook, but not so tight that you can't move the hook in it. And also, um, I will put my pointer finger and rest it on the, uh, the throats of the hook so then that way you can hold on to the yarn if you need to. Sandy has her hand up. Do you want to take questions? Yeah. Okay, That's yeah. Me. The one thing I always have trouble with when I'm trying to teach myself and stuff is this okay, in the front of the needle, up to the right of it, to the left of it. All right, when you I'm holding it like the knife. That's how I hold on the hook, not the knife, excuse me. I'm a knitter. Um, do you mean, when you say in the front, do you mean the part that's between the hook, the whole 
implement and my body. Is that the front? Yes. Okay. Yes. Oh, I That's thought... the front. Okay. And on the other side, away from my body, is the back. Yeah. And yes. Okay. And you Thank want you. the tail hanging down. Exactly. Right. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And I'll be holding the yarn in my, my the working end in my left hand. Yes. Okay. Thank you. So I hold my hooks the same way Tyann does. However, um, in teaching this class, I did some research and some people prefer to hold their hook more like a pencil. Um, this is uncomfortable for me, but only because I learned the other way. But I wanted to mention it um, just in case that wasn't comfortable for you. And the way it does is it like it, the, the name of it, you lay it, you'd hold the hook with your thumb and your pointer finger and kind of rest it um, in between the two, just like when you're holding a pen or pencil. Um, and then your hook is facing more downwards. Um, I did, we did put like a resource list together for this. And I came across an article that has some good information about how to hold your hook. So I will be putting that up. Um, I'll put it out on our, on our crochet group list, as well as up in the Facebook group in our units tab. So um, the main thing is to know there is not a right or wrong way to hold your hook or your yarn. Um, as long as you're getting the correct tension, that is the right way for you. So um, that's very important. So if you are playing around with your yarn when, after, once we teach you how to make the chain and something it feels a little more comfortable than the way we taught you, but it's working, then that is gonna be the correct way to do it for you, okay? So Kyle has just hand to up. put that out there. <laughs> All right. Kyle has her hand up. All right. Hey, what's your question? So I have a quick question. Um, maybe I'm jumping ahead of here. I'm not sure, but the little tail from my slip knot, where does that go? Is that just, I just ignore that or? Yeah, just ignore yeah. Okay, yep. I'm just checking. So, Thank you. Yeah, so once we start a project, we'll teach and end off a project, we'll teach you how to weave in that end to make it disappear. Um, at the beginning of your project, um, when you start, first start making your chain, it'll be easier to actually have that to hold on to to help steady your work a little bit until you get a little bit of a chain made. So. 225 has a hand up. All right, 225, who are you? Star six and mute, 225. That's area code 225. Can you, okay, I'm Teresa. I just, I just wanted to make a quick comment because when I was te learning to crochet um, a long time ago, I'm left-handed and I just about drove my home ec teacher crazy trying to teach me because she was right-handed. I just thought maybe whenever you start teaching about, you know, holding your hook and going this way and under with your right hand and that kind of thing, you might want to mention um, for left-handed people that they would hold the hook in the left hand and work the yarn with the right hand. 
So just a suggestion. And do you, how do you, as a left-handed um, crocheter, how do you hold your hook? And if you wouldn't mind sharing. No, not at all. I, I hold my hook the same way you're describing. However, when I crochet, I go left to right, whereas right-handed people go right to left. Okay. So, right. but I just thought when you're, you know, describing about, uh, you know, doing loops and single crochets and that kind of thing, um, if you're telling people who are left-handed, um, you know, do this with your right hand or something, they may be a little confused because it is backwards for us. So, Sounds so, good. Thanks. I will try to keep mind of that. If I forget, please don't hesitate to jump in and remind me. Or if you have okay. a way it works better for a left-handed person, please um, share your knowledge. Okay, thank you. Thank you. All right. Do we have any other hands up? No. Okay. All right, so I'm gonna assume, since there's no more hands up, that everybody is able to get a slip knot onto their hook. Okay. So um, I will describe how I hold my yarn. Um, I, we kind of went over the handheld for the crochet hook. Does anyone have questions on how to hold the crochet hook? I'll give you a second. Um, please jump in. Um, I'll describe how to, um, how I hold my yarn. And then we'll have Tyanne describe how she holds her yarn if it's differently from me. And then we'll take questions again if that works for everybody. Okay. So um, since I am right-handed, I hold my hook in my right hand. But I will now say, hold your hook in your dominant hand. <laughs> and um, your non-dominant hand is typically the hand you use to um, hold your yarn. And the different ways to hold your yarn again just like the crochet hook there are I, I went online and there was a bunch of different ways to hold your yarn and um, that's why I'll, I'll link you to this article about that um, so the way I hold it is I loop the yarn around my pointer finger twice and then I hold the working yarn the part that's coming from the ball in between my thumb and fourth finger and and um it kind of loops down underneath my my pinky as well onto my palm so what my hand looks like right now with my yarn on it is my second finger or my pointer finger has two loops of yarn on it and then my thumb and my fourth Third, my middle finger, sorry, my middle finger are holding the yarn taut between them. And then I'm using my last two fingers to kind of hold my yarn against the palm of my hand. Um, to be honest, I don't hold my yarn against the palm of my hand most of the time um, because I'm constantly, since I am a non-visual crocheter, I am constantly moving my hand from my tail to my work. Um, because that's how I find where my next stitch is going to be. So my, I, I, I move my hand back and forth a lot between my working yarn and my project. And so for me, this is a comfortable way to know where that, that 
yarn, that working yarn is on against my palm. So I can move my two, my fingers to feel and then just pull my fingers back kind of and then it gives me more tension onto my yarn. Um, so if um, I'll let, I, should we take questions after that? Do we have questions at this point of how I do mine or should we move on to Tyann? There's no Give hands right now. Okay. Yes, Sandy, Sandy, Sandy you... just, okay. sorry. Sandy, I'm gonna no just worries. put that. All right, Sandy. Okay, when you wrap it around, I'm sorry to be a pain, but when you You're wind not it at all. <laughs> When you wind it around your index finger, all right, you, do you start out at, with it between the index finger and your middle finger? No, and on the other side. So I keep, I start it between, and this is why I'm very grateful for um, the questions is I have taught, just to give you guys a disclaimer, I have mm -hmm. taught people how to crochet. I have yeah. never taught anyone how to crochet virtually. So <laughs> I really appreciate the questions because well, like I want I'm... to be able to explain it. And so, <laughs> so that is why I'm like, oh, you know, I didn't even think of that. I just did it. So yeah, I exactly. start with my yarn between my thumb okay. and my pointer finger. And okay. then I wrap it in between my middle finger and pointer finger. So you're doing it twice. away from you. The loops yep, are yep. away from you. Okay, yep. thank you. So it's kind thank of spiraling you. up my finger. Mm -hmm. Great, thank you. Perfect, and good question. Thank you for that. Cindy? Cindy, I think it's Lentz. You can unmute yourself. Wince, I think it is. Cindy, if you're on your iPhone, it's down in your left-hand corner. Um, do we have anyone else um, and come back? Or? No. Okay. No one Sorry. Else? Oh, there she yay, is. There you are. I, I never do it on my phone, but today I am. Um, <laughs> how much distance of yarn is there between um, the finger that has the yarn wrapped around it and the hook? Very good question. So I am able, when I wrap my finger around, I am able to move my thumb and middle finger and touch my crochet hook. Okay. That's, so, that's good. so I would say there's probably two, maybe two and a half inches between yep. my hook and my, my middle, my pointer finger. Thanks. And another good question. <laughs> All right. All right. Do we have any more questions? Um, no. All right, Tayam, would you like to describe how you hold your yarn? So I actually have tried to hold my yarn many different ways and looping it between fingers. I don't do any of that, actually. I just have it kind of uh, coming out from the stitch and the hook and I just take my thumb and my pointer and wrap it around my hook. Okay so you don't wrap your fingers at all you just um, use your left hand or your non-dominant hand to uh, 
physically put the loops and stuff onto your hook. So yeah, ironically, okay. I am left. I am left-handed, so technically I am crocheting right-handed. But when I manipulate my yarn, I am doing most of the work with my left hand because I'm just wrapping it around. Okay. Cool. And then again, like I said, I'll send out the article that has uh, some different descriptions. Um, I'm not sure, is there any more experienced crocheters here that would like to describe how they hold their hook and yarn? Just because I want to show everybody does it differently. And so it makes it hard to be like this, is, you know, there's not just one way. So if there's anyone who would like to contribute on this real quick before we move on, um, please go ahead and raise your hand. If not, okay, we'll we have some hands on. going up here. Awesome. Cool. Okay, so area code 225. Area code 225. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry, I muted myself. I'm Teresa. Um, what I did, and I'm on a house phone, that's why it's, I don't know why, but it's, that's why it's showing up as my area code. So um, I have my, you know, my hook in my left hand because, as I said, I'm left-handed. I just put the yarn between my middle finger and my index finger. That is after I made that slip knot. And then I take the hook and I put it under the yarn and wrap the hook and then pull that yarn through the slip knot and that that makes a, a like a chain okay so you're not wrapping your fingers you just take the hook um and wrap the hook around okay. and pull the hook through that hole it sounds like you do your yarn um really close to the way tm does hers and you're both left-handed, yeah. so that's kind of interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, I think we do do it similarly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thanks. Do we have an yes. any another hand? Yes. Desiree. Desiree. Oh, hello. Hello. Uh, it's not. There we go. Now it's showing. Yeah, we can hear you. Okay, so um, I've done a bit of knitting and a bit of crocheting, and I have found that when I'm crocheting, because I hold my, I'm right-handed and I um, hook holder, um, and I have experimented with so many different ways to hold yarn with both crocheting and knitting, and what I found is I end up like weaving the yarn um, in and out at the base of my fingers versus wrapping it around one finger. Um, and I usually have, you know, depending on the thickness of yarn, sometimes, you know, it's just around one, the base of one finger, sometimes two, depending on just what's needed. Because I often find that I want the use, uh, the tip of my first finger. And if I have it wrapped around more than once, it, it just is really uncomfortable for me. So um, and when I say like weave, I mean like an under over um, with the um, working end of the yarn usually um, coming up over 
you know, so like if I, if, if uh, the palm of my hand is facing down, the um, working end is going in between my first and middle finger down towards the um, ball of yarn, and it comes up over and drapes in between my thumb and first finger, if that makes any sense at all. And then if I need like more tension, then, you know, I'll weave it up between um, my ring finger and middle finger. It just, which then leaves me really hands, you know, lots, lots of, lots of gravity space if I need to do lots of manipulation or correct something. Perfect. Thank you so much for sharing. Okay, we have. Um, good. Okay. I wasn't sure if you wanted to say something, if you wanted the next question, so. Um, 1501 ends in 248. That's one of my Arkansas friends, I know. <laughs> okay, let's see here. I'm, Sandy. I'm muted. Yeah, am I? Sandy, you're, yeah, yeah. Yes, you're unmuted, go ahead. Um, okay, I do mine, um, I'm right-handed, so I, I hold my yarn with my left hand and it's like I weave it around, you know, between my fingers. And, you know, I, I it's it's around my pinky finger all the way. And then it's over the ring finger, under the middle finger, and then over to over the pointer finger. And that's, you know, um, I just move my fingers when I need to loosen the yarn or you know, make it tighter. It just, you know, I, I control it that way. It, you know, the, the yarn is around me. You know, woven it into my fingers. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing. Uh, I have a couple more have, hands. Okay. We'll do yeah. a couple more and then um, I would like to, we'll do like two or three more and then we'll move on to getting the chain stitch because I want to make sure we don't run out of time. Right. Right now we have two hands up. So, Verilyn. Okay. Let's take both of them. Hi. First Hi, of all. how are you? Good. Hope you're doing well. Um, yeah. I'm assuming that my loop has to be big enough to slide down over that um, thumbprint thingy on the needle. It doesn't the need a... It doesn't need to go quite down to where your thumbprint is. So um, just that fattest part right before the thumb part is a, so you'll is never a good gauge. You'll never chain, because when I was going at it um, just a few minutes ago, what I was doing felt like casting on a knitting needle. It's not supposed to uh, do that? Nope. Okay. Nope. So, All right. Um, and we'll go over that um, just in one more, like just after this next hand that was up, we'll go okay. over how to do the chain. All right. Ms. Catherine from Colorado. Hi, Catherine. Catherine, can you unmute yourself at star six? There we go. My phone was not, <laughs> wasn't responding. Okay. I'm right-handed and um, I hold my hook in my right hand. Um, I place the working yarn over my index finger of my left hand. I grasp the chain with 
my thumb and the rest of my fingers of my left hand that are curved and I pull the working yarn that is over my um, index finger on my left hand through the loop and then use my thumb and the rest of my fingers of my left hand to um, uh, make the tension. And then I, when I do it again, I just scoop the, the uh, crochet hook underneath and pull another loop through. Um, and, and I keep the working yarn over my um, index finger of my left hand that is always, you know, it's always there. Thanks so much. Thank you for sharing. All right. So now that we have heard a couple different ways of holding your yarn, um, it, we will teach you how to do a um, the chain, which is going to be the basis for pretty much any project that you'll want to make that is not in the round. So anything that it you know that isn't work in the round will start from a chain. Um, so. I have my working yarn on my hand, however is comfortable for you on your non-dominant hand. I have my crochet hook. I'm holding like a knife. My thumb is on the thumb rest in the center with my pointer finger and the rest of my fingers kind of on the back side of the hook of the handle. And I have my hook pointing towards me. So the hook part is towards me. Um, the way I start is make sure um, your tail is out of the way because we don't want to accidentally grab our tail. The way you make a chain is you do a yarn over is what it's called. And in an abbreviation, that is a typically a Y-O. A lot of patterns, however, will have a um, chart at the beginning that give what their... Um, their abbreviations mean typically they do, but generally they're, they're pretty consistent. So the way I do my yarn over is I'm holding my hook in my dominant hand and I have my thumb. Um, actually, I move my thumb up off of the thumb rest onto my loop that I already have on my hook. I use my left hand to guide the yarn from the back of the hook across over the top and kind of hook it underneath the um, crochet hook and I turn my crochet hook just a tiny bit maybe a quarter of a turn downwards at this point I grab once now that I have my yarn over on my hook I move my fingers my thumb and my middle finger on my non-dominant hand the one I have my yarn in I have, like I said, I have my, so, okay, <laughs> sorry. This is hard to, kind of hard to explain. So what my hand looks like right now is I have a loop, which is my slip knot on my hook. I have my thumb and my third finger, my middle finger holding my hook. I have my pointer finger of my dominant hand holding the loop that is on the same hook. So with this one hand, 
I'm holding the hook and the loop on the hook so it doesn't slip off. I have my yarn coming from the back of my crochet hook looped over the front and down through the hook part of my crochet hook. My left hand is holding the tail of my yarn with my thumb and my middle finger. Um, what I want to do is I want to hold that slip knot with my left hand while I pull the right hand or your dominant hand back away from the loop, sliding the yarn over through the slip knot. And so again, I have one loop on my hook. I don't know if that makes so sense. Basically, <laughs> basically what you're saying is, uh, is you're kind of, eventually you're taking that back stitch over that front stitch and off of your, your, your hook, correct? Exactly. So I'm using the hook to pull the front yarn over through, through the, the loop okay. that's on it, making okay. that one go over and off of the hook. Um, Tyann, do you have a better way of explaining that um, than I did? Oh, Tyann, you might be muted. So, do we have any hands up right now? Hi, okay. I did raise your oh. hand just now. There we go. There you are. Hi. <laughs> All right. Okay, so we so, have some hands up. All right. Do you want to okay. go ahead and have her describe first, or do you want to take these hands? Um, what do you think, Tayan? Do you want to try to explain your way and then see if they still have questions? Okay. Yeah. So when I have taught people, because people don't get the grasp sometimes of pulling the yarn with the hook. I will simply say like, okay, so I have the loop on my hook and then I wrap it from front to back and uh, put it in the hook. And for some people, I found that it was easier just to say, hey, just pull the loop that's on your hook over the loop that you just made. So instead of pulling the yarn through, you're pulling that loop over your hook. Because um, then that way you kind of get the concept and then later you can work on just pulling it with your hook. Okay. Do you want these questions now, um, Kyla? Yes, please. Let's yes. take questions. All right, Kyla, first. I am so confused right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just, okay. Let the me. Slipknot was easy because I've done that before, okay. but it's just so confusing. Okay, so um, let's uh, kind of re-explain it again, and I'll do it slower. Um, so the concept is 
we are going to make a loop with a piece with one piece of yarn and slip it through another loop. That's all crocheting is, is making loops and pulling them through. And your different stitches are different numbers of loops, essentially. So what it might help. So what we are working towards is a chain is multiple little loops all connected together to make a length of fabric to be your base, basically. So I don't know if that helps a little bit. I don't know. I just thought, well, maybe people don't even know what a chain is. I've been crocheting forever, so I apologize. I should have explained that a little bit better. Um, so what, let's all do it together. So I have my slip knot on my hook, okay? Bring your, your yarn from the back of your hook over the top and kind of underneath the crochet hook, um, that hook part at the very end. So what it looks like, I am holding my slip knot so my tail is hanging down. So my yarn is coming from my tail hanging downward up and around the back of my hook down towards the, the through the hook and loops under it. So it looks almost like, I mean, not really a swirly S, but kind of like a diagonal line from the bottom up and over and then through the, the loop, through the hook head. Um, what, so this is the yarn over. Okay, this is used in pretty much every stitch. There's a yarn over and um, I can't think of any stitches that wouldn't actually. <laughs> so, um, ne so do you understand, is there any questions on this part, the yarn over part from getting your yarn from the tail pointing downward up and over and under the hook? Yes. Is there, okay, so, okay. That's the part you ha you're, you're confused on? Okay, yes, so I have a question. Yep. This is Jeannie. Okay, so my question is because I think you said for the yarn over you go from the back to the front and I think um, the other lady said for the yarn, or yarn over she goes from the front to the back. Does it matter which direction you go for the yarn over as long as you're consistent? So what I was trying to say is, so the yarn is kind of in front and you're wrapping it behind the hook. So no matter which hand you're using, it's going toward the back of the hook and then around to the front of the hook. Okay, so you do wanna, okay, well, go ahead. So you take yours from the front to the back of the hook so, and then pull it through? So, no, I, I go, so if the, so, let's see, if, if the yarn, so if the yarn is hanging down from the hook, mm -hmm. then you wrap it around the back side of the hook itself. And, and then the, towards the front towards you. Towards so towards basically you. from away so from you. you okay. okay. Yeah. So we're both saying it. We're just okay. using different okay. words. All right. So basically yeah. you're going to take the, um, the yarn, which the back of the hook is the part that is facing away from you. 
to the front. So basically your yarn is now in between you and the hook. Your working yarn is now between you and the hook. So you um, can feel it right there on the front. Um, and then you, um, when you pull the hook away, like back towards, um, so since I'm right-handed, I'm pulling my hook towards the right. So people who are left-handed would be pulling their hook towards the left. left. And, yep. Um, yep. Or like you can do, as Tyann said, is you can lift up and over that one like you would in knitting. Um, I've not done it that way. Um, and so that, like the first time you do that, first time you, you yarn over and you pull it through, you get the, the, the one on the hook over the one that is at the one. Uh. <laughs> so I'm going to call the, the first, um, your first loop is going to be the slip knot that is on your hook. Okay, so that's number one. Number two is going to be the yarn that goes from the back into the front between you and your hook. That I'm gonna call number two. So basically, I'm going to take number one up and over number two. And the way I do that is I, I pull number two through number one. So However you get number two through number one is how you're going to do this stitch. I do the pull through, wrap it around, pull it through. I hold the one on my hook with my left hand as I'm pulling it through. So I'm holding number one with my left hand as I'm pulling number two through number one. Does that make more sense when I number them? Does that help? My question that might help is, are you wrapping the yarn over the top of your crochet hook? Yes, ma'am. Okay. So I take it from the back over the front. So um, the only thing on the bottom of my hook that's closest to the ground is that tail that's is hanging that's... downward. Yes. Yep. Okay. Yep. All right. So I'm not wrapping it all the way around. I'm only wrapping it once for this, yeah. for the chain. It's yep. yeah. It's it's not a full so, circle. You're you're just kind of bringing. Yep, it's it, like yeah. It's like yeah, a little semicircle, yeah. and then you hook that piece into your hook, yep. so that you can pull it through. Okay. Well, yep. We do have more questions. Maybe that'll help a little bit. I can't practice this because it's hard to run the Zoom room and and crochet yeah. at the same time. <laughs> um, Sandy, Sandy Stegmeyer has her hand up. I know I'm yeah, throttling okay. these names. No, you're doing perfectly. It is Stegmeyer. Okay. Okay. Stegmeyer. Um, Mine's not a question. I'm not confused. It's a comment. Um, when okay. I have, when I crocheted years ago, I noticed there are two types of heads on your hooks. There's mm -hmm. the one that's sort of rounded. And then I think it's Susan Bates has the flat heads. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. 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 I, I, and I find it much easier if I have one of the flat heads, flat hooks, rather yes. than the one that's fully rounded to get it through. Okay. So I don't know if that helps anybody else, but I know it, it has helped me to switch to the, the ones that are not rounded per se. Maybe it's because my loops are tighter. Okay. Then Thank you for that. I appreciate it. It's either Megan or Megan. 
Hi. Um, I, I don't know. I've just, I've never done any crocheting, so I'm really feeling silly and really confused. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. I'm, <laughs> no worries. No worries. I think it's totally um, so, me. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. So are you understanding the yarn over part? How I, we're getting the yarn from the back to the front of the yarn? I thought so, but now I don't actually know if I was doing it right. Because I don't get okay. the loop pulling through things. So I'm wondering if okay. I did the yarn over wrong. <laughs> so, um, um, do you want me to describe the yarn over again, do you think? Would that be helpful? Um, I don't know. I don't, I, maybe. Uh, so the front, okay. is the front, when you're saying the front, is that the part with the thumb grippy thing and the same side as like where the hook the same side as the hook yes yeah. so when okay. you hold your hook you want your thumb to be on the same side of the hook as your as the hook itself okay yeah that's so the flat back side where it's almost flat all the way up from tip to tip that's going to be the back side of your hook and oh, it's your hook is weird so because my hook is rounded except for the thumb grip okay well I mean they're the side with the hook on it uh, on the opposite side of the hook it's kind of, it's flat there's not oh, anything on that side okay. yeah I see. so that's what I meant by okay. flat um <laughs> no no worries like I said this is all new usually I can have someone sit across from me and I can do it with my hands have them feel it with my hand with their hands so this is all new. Um, it's just, we really, I love crochet. It brings a ton of joy to my life. And it's something I wanted to share with you guys. Yes. Um, again, like I said, we will be podcasting this. Okay. So you can go back and listen to the instructions. I'm also, we have also been working on a doc to put out so that you can sit down and read it word for word. And it's an ongoing class. So we don't have just today. We have every, we have the second and fourth Tuesday for as long as it takes you guys to get to where you want to be. And your questions are helping me a lot by how to explain it better. So please don't, no question is stupid. Um, it is a, it's not super easy thing to do. I will, I will tell you, this is not the easy craft to do. Um, mm -hmm. But I find, I feel personally, it is worth the effort and the practice that it takes to put into it. It's like sitting down to a piano. You don't just start playing Beethoven that day. You learn where the keys are and it's little, little steps that build up to you playing that fancy concert someday. <laughs> so um, that's why at the beginning, I wanted to make sure you guys knew that the expectation today is to, to try to teach you the chain stitch. And we were not planning on going past that because it is so important to learn each of the steps. Like you learn to crawl before you walk type of a thing. And there's a lot of little steps in this. So, um, so you have three minutes left. You have three minutes left and you have a couple <laughs> more hands. Now I can okay. stay on here for a little while longer if you need well, to. Well, we actually have a two hour block. Oh, you have a two hour window? Yeah. Nobody, so, okay. That's great. So, um, <laughs> so we did have the beginner class 
scheduled until the top of the hour, and then we're going to move into the more advanced class. Um, it's up to the more advanced people if they're okay with us taking an extra 10, 15 minutes to work on this with them, um, just so we can try to get a little more clear. Um, if any of you advanced crocheters have any ideas of a better way to explain this, please feel free to jump in and help out. Um, I, I will not be offended in any way. I don't yeah. think Tyann will be. <laughs> um, yeah. And if you yeah. want to do a little more explanation on the yarn over and how to get it through, um, I think that I may not be explaining it quite correctly. Um, so but, and that's why we team teaches because everyone learns different and teaches different. You do have two hands up. Okay. Jean's iPhone. Hi, Jean. What's your question, my dear? Dean, we can't hear you yet. That in your lower left-hand corner should be your mute but unmute button. There you go. You should be unmuted, Jean. There we go. I, I actually yeah. <laughs> asked my question earlier and forgot that my hand was still up, so I apologize. Oh, I thought I put no it No worries. Down. Okay. No worries. Uh -huh. Um, okay, so Cindy, Cindy W. All right. I have two questions. I want to tell you my understanding of um, of uh, doing the yarn over and see if it's right, and then I have a question. So okay. I'm taking the working yarn. It's going behind my hook towards the right. And then around my hook, and now it's back to the left, like same position it was before I started. Okay. Yes. But now I have no idea. I can take my fingers and pull that bottom loop over the yarn over, but I have no idea how to do it with my hook. Okay. So... The way I do it is now that does sound correct for your yarn over. So yeah. I use my, so I have my yarn on my left hand, however it's comfortable for you. And then yeah. I hold the, the tail of my um, slip knot between my thumb and my middle finger. And I hold that in place. Um, this is and after, you, you so do I have my tail, yarn over. The working yarn. Yep. Yep, the tail. So I have the working yarn is yarned over. So it's coming from, like you said, for a right-handed yep. person, it will come from the right side of the hook up and over yep. to the left. I like that direction. So for someone who's left-handed, it will come from left to right. Yeah. Um, so now I'm holding my hook in my right hand or your dominant hand, and I'm using the thumb and the middle finger of the non-dominant hand to hold my... Um, my tail because I want to hold that in place so that I can, like I said, I do a tiny twist towards the, like, so I'm going from when I first start my yarn over and I have my yarn on my hook, my hook is pretty much pointing towards my face or towards my body. When I go to pull my yarn through the slip knot, 
I turn my right hand or my dominant hand just a tiny bit so that the my hook is pointing more down towards the floor, not all the way towards the floor, but I'd say a quarter turn. So it went from say six o'clock down to maybe, uh, I'm sorry, three o'clock down to maybe four or five o'clock. And that okay. helps keep the yarn on your hook. So I yeah. have, I'm holding the, I'm holding my first, my loop number one on my hook. Yeah. I turn my wrist just a tiny bit. And you should be able to pull loop number two through loop number one. If your slip knot is really tight and you're not able to move it on that hook, you need to loosen it up a little. Yeah. Okay. I, okay. I understand the concept now. I did it. Okay. Yeah. So to, 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 to um, form the, the chain, is this over and over as many times as your um, your pattern calls for. So if it says 25, if you're making 25, 30, maybe a washcloth, 200, maybe if you're making a blanket. So I mean, it varies depending on what you're making. What so you really have to want... count it in your head or else you're counting all these little bumps. Yes. Yeah. Um, so when I do the chain, I count it in my head. When I'm doing rows, I use an abacus to keep track of my stuff. Yeah. But for today, what we want you to do is focus on the chain. You can make it go from one side of your house to the other. <laughs> um, the nice thing about crochet is um, if you take your hook out of that slip knot and you pull on your working yarn, it pretty much just unwinds. So you can take it all out and start over again. Um, yeah. We really want you to work on this. And like I said, I'll get the pot. We'll get the podcast and notes up as soon as we can for you guys to practice. And so what we really want you to do is practice this because we want you to not make your stitches too tight. Don't pull them too tight that you can't get them off. Um, if you're noticing yourself doing that, um, take a deep breath. This is a relaxing thing. If you start getting stressed, I can tell you. If I crochet when I am relaxed, I have perfect, I can slip them all through. When I am stressed, I have these little tiny little things that I have to try to get my needle back or my hook back through. And it just, <laughs> it, it, it makes a difference with your stress level. So if you're getting frustrated, take a couple of deep breaths, maybe take a minute and try again. Um, does anyone have any questions so far so basically all we're doing is we have the slip knot on our on our hook we're going to yarn over um you can you twist your wrist just a tiny bit to move that hook from three o'clock down to four five o'clock and then pull loop two through loop one um and then you can you do it again another yarn over I have it. I have my yarn going from the bottom of my tail, pointing downward, up and over the neck of my hook. It's at three o'clock. I turn it to about four or five o'clock, and I pull loop two through loop one. Um, I know it sounds really simple when I say it like that. But I also know it is not as simple as it sounds. That's why this is the only thing we are working on today. And uh, just to add, don't feel bad because even when I've taught people in person, they don't get it the first time. 
And that's okay. We will be back to help yep. some more. Um, at this point, do any of the new people have any questions that are new crocheters? <laughs> 